Hello everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I am Rain Zero, and this is Session 80, Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers. One of the things I've always loved about the Pathfinder Adventure Path meta-narrative is the continuing saga of the Rune Lords. Curse rarely touches on this. When it does, you get a little window into the lost Thessalonian society that once ruled Erysia. Here, we are opening that window just a little more, and I'm excited to share what the party have found. This session features music from Michael Gelfi Audio and sound effects by Sirenscape. Now, grab your Cambridge Latin textbooks and get ready to descend into the Lost Runelord landmark in this week's session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to to Curse of the of Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. What happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Oh, last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne, we um went off to do our first big quest, which was to meet up with the Lyrunqua. Clan of the Moon. Desinans big into looking at the stars and stuff, and they needed our help when we got there. A horrible monster, a Red Reaver, had taken over their beautiful ancient temple, still miraculously standing and full of just really, really stunning and incredible magic. They were unable to kill it because it has an AC of like 35 or something? 29. 29. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking hit it with the 29. (laughs) But, you know, uh, difficult for a bunch of uh, level fours to hit. Yes. Um, Impossible, basically, for level fours to hit. Basically impossible. Um, So we were able to get the thing killed and get the temple cleared out, gaining the respect of the Lyrunqua folks we had helped. As they prepared for their truth speaker to come, who was a very respected member of the community who we could hopefully get to vouch for us now that we've helped uh, helped them out. Damien had a very interesting series of visions while tripping the fuck out in the temple. He met a rather high-ranking servant of Desna, a, mm-hmm. an Avoral Agathian named... Jet, jet, jets. Night spear, night spear, night And it was something with the dark. Jet black of oral named yes. night spear. Yes, night spear. Yes. Um, and got some questions answered and many more questions raised. <laughs> and we ended the session with uh, Damien telling Trinia, who had come for romantic advice, that Ophelia loves her. And that's where we left off. And so, it is a new day. Uh, Damien was rudely awoken by Trinia. Uh, Very rudely. Yes. Trinia uh, Trinia is now a little bit giddy about the idea that 
Ophelia loves her. <laughs> Damien was woken up by Trinia, but it was Trinia who got the wake-up call. Yes. What's going on with the rest of the group this morning? So, um... Damien's been sleeping like a rock at the top of the tower. Yeah. And nobody really wanted to go up there to get him, because it's like, it's like 50 feet of stairs. Yeah, it's so many it's stairs. It's fucking huge. God. Uh, there needs to be an elevator or something. Mm. Honestly, how difficult is it to enchant something with levitate? Difficult, actually. I think... Lenore has probably gone to help folks cook breakfast. Mm. Is it X? <laughs> uh, it's not X. Um, in fact, actually, the food today is mostly just rations. Yeah. Like trail <laughs> rations, uh, dried fruit, and nice. uh, nuts compressed into a thing like with like wheat in it uh, to make it like a nice... Like a cliff bar. Like a cliff bar. Yeah. Like cliff bars. Unia is trying to find some shade to lie down in uh, because it is already hot as balls. Uh. The uh, the remaining Lyrun Qua people are actually talking to the uh, Bunslayers. Uh, uh, you'll get the Lyrun Qua people here. It's it's all ladies. Uh, so the Lyrun Qua ladies are referred to are referred to as Moon Maidens ah. uh, because these are the these are their scouts who are supposed to like be able to scout under moonlight and. Uh, basically make the temple safe for the rest of the uh, Lyrun Qua. Well, I'm happy uh, we were able to help. So the Moon Maidens are currently talking to the Bone Slayers. They're actually sort of recounting some of the deeds of the deceased uh, Moon Maidens who were uh, victims of the Red Reaver. And uh, it's, it's actually, actually, as you guys are preparing food and stuff like that, um, it, it is kind of a somber morning. Yeah. Uh, because despite everything, they have lost... Yeah, uh, quite a few people. Yeah, there was a there was a lot. Um, I, I guess um, we would also have helped uh, dig graves or stack stones or whatever. They, uh, they, they uh, the bodies need to be taken to the Kalu Mounds. Oh right, uh, because uh, the Shawanti dead are buried in, or are buried in the little cairns in the Kalu Mounds. Right. Okay. And so, so we- one of the things that they're uh, negotiating right now is that they are going to have uh, a few of the Moon Maidens go with. The Bone Slayers back to the Calamounds where you met with yes. a thousand bones and okay. the rest of the Scone Claw. Can you tell us a little bit more about this truth speaker? All we know is that he's important and that he is trusted not to lie. His name is Akram. He has been our truth speaker for many years now. He can be odd. <laughs> truth speakers tend to be. You see, to be a truth speaker is more than just not telling lies. It is a lifelong quest of communing with the spirits, of uh, fasting, of meditation, self-reflection, and prayer. Once you have found truth, you cannot be swayed by anything that is not true. Mm. He sees through lies. His mind cannot be tampered with. Wow. He sees the world as it is. Unia pipes up from the shade. What about relative truth? What if I hold up a stone and it's red on the side I'm looking at and it's blue on the side he's looking at? So you're talking to like Tekrakai. Yeah. Uh, uh, She would say, that is a matter of perspective, and these things are less distinct as truth. What you see to be true 
and what he sees to be true may differ. This is possible. Lies. Dishonesty. These things he sees through. So if one of us said something that we believed to be true, and he thought it was a lie, who would you believe? I would believe him. But I have known him a very long time. We have only just met you. That's fair. I, I, we are thankful for your help in clearing the temple, but you are still Corvosans. Yunia sits up a little straighter. Understood. You You would forgive me if I was hesitant to take the word of Corvosans on anything. Yes, that seems a common sentiment in this area, and not without reason. To take the word of Corvosans after 400 years of their lies, it would be foolish. The Lyrun Qua tries to keep an open mind, as Desna would like. We're friendly to travelers. We have secrets that we do not intend to share with outsiders, but we do intend to be welcoming to help you in your stages of your journey. I appreciate it. This. I believe it is the first time I've appreciated anything, Desnan, beyond a basic sort of acknowledgement, so thank you for that. She watches over you, you know. I can feel it. Hmm. Your friend, she looks to Damien, who is now coming out of the temple, looking very exhausted uh. after a very long walk down the stairs. Uh, oh, your friend... My back is killing me. There's no watches over here. Perhaps more than others. Damien is rubbing crusties out of his eyes. Enia sort of looks over at his dis- disheveled state. Uh, perhaps she could do a little more. <laughs> he needs help. She is much about letting others find their own way. But she watches. Mm. About now, um, uh, you, you know, basically, uh, the sun is, the sun is, uh, still kind of low in the sky, uh, in the east. Uh, but, uh, you do actually start to see, uh, uh, dust rising from the desert mm. to the east. You can see, uh, a line of people with, uh, carts behind them. Uh, carrying, like, uh, they have horses and cattle and carts laden with food and supplies uh, coming across the desert. And every now and then you catch a glimmer of silvery, maybe it's paint, mm. maybe it's an engraving uh, on the sides of the wagons and painted on, on the horses. Pretty! You see the Lyrunqua coming to the temple. We, uh, we signaled them in the night that the temple is safe now. Ooh, how did you do that? With, um, with a fire on oh. the hill. Oh, I was thinking maybe you had sending. No, um, but Akram uh, did ask uh, how things were, uh, and we told him. He does have the ability to speak across the wind. Oh, that that's, that's cool. Yes. Sending, yes, I think you called it. Hey, Lenore, you should learn how to uh, talk to Edgar. 
Um, additionally, to, a bit to the south of you, actually, uh, on a rocky formation, basically sheer rock face on one side and then uh, a steeply sloping uh, sand dune on the other, mm-hmm. you see a, a silhouetted against uh, the morning sky a group of riders. They're keeping their distance uh, sort of at the limit of your vision, like pretty far off, just um, about the distance where, you know, if you were looking at them from a mountaintop, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, ever, you ever been up on the mountains looking down and you see like the little, see like cars and stuff going by? Mm-hmm. Just big enough that you can make out what they are. Just like little ant size. Yeah. You can see four riders that just seem to be standing on the outcropping. Um, hello? Um, uh, hi, uh, Tekrakai? Yes. Who are those people? I do not know. They they have been there all night. Oh, that's... They arrived they... late in the night. Ah. And they haven't gotten any closer? No, they have not gotten closer. Should we go out and see if we can talk to them? We could. I, I cannot make out their markings from here, but they do not approach. They could be Sklarqua. I doubt they would be Skolnqua. Yeah, I think they would probably come and say hi. If Any they... other travelers would either come close or avoid us, I think. Do you think they're here to cause a disruption? Perhaps. I do not know. Hmm. Well, we'll keep an eye out. They, they just stay there for a while. Ah. <sighs> It's one of those times where I'm like, I wish Damien had Arcane Eye. Damien does not have Arcane Eye. It is not on the Magus list. <laughs> um, but the Lyrun but Qua procession does soon come to uh, circle up their wagons uh, around the base of the temple. Uh, you'll get that there's, there's actually kind of a mix of dress among the Lyrun Qua. Uh, some of them are dressed similarly to the Moon Maidens. Uh, some of them are actually dressed similar to what you might see in Harse. Mm. They have like they have like a lot of um, wide-brimmed hats and uh, leather jerkins and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, and like le- and like leather chaps uh, <laughs> over cotton Cowboy over cotton. So, yeah, and uh, and as actually as uh, as the wagons begin to circle, they have their horses sort of directing uh, their cattle, which uh, are actually creatures called uh, oroxes. Ah. Uh, they're not actually like cow cows. Uh, they are ancient extinct cattle cows. Yes. N- not extinct here. Extinct on Earth. They are very big. Very big. <laughs> they have very big horns. Big old horns. Uh, and they uh, have a, a bit of a, a surly disposition. Yes. <laughs> they, they are, are not, not as domestic. tame as the cattle you might find out in uh, they are not, the Corvosan hinterlands. They are not domesticated. They are more hardy. And uh, they sort of drive their cattle to... Uh, uh, some of the scrubland around, and they start sort of picking at the dried bushes and <laughs> crunching at them. And crunching at the thorny bushes. Uh, and eventually, um, in the midst of all this, there will be a man who uh, comes down off of a horse, uh, dressed uh, <laughs> dressed in dressed in a uh, in a similar style. Oh. Oh, look at that star knife! Yep. This, so this, uh, so there's a guy uh, in a in a brown leather jerkin uh, with a short sleeve shirt underneath uh, and black pants and uh, and leather uh, greaves mm-hmm. uh, and a and a 
very weathered green cloak mm-hmm. hanging around his neck. Yeah. Uh, as, as well as like a little brown uh, scarf that sort of flutters in the desert wind. Those have both been whipped around by wind for uh, probably is, decades. Yeah, he is bald on the top uh, with white hair jutting out from the back and sides of his head uh, and a very bushy eyebrows that uh, are flecked with bits of sand. Uh, and he doesn't seem to mind. He carries a large star knife at one side and a wand at the other. Ah. Uh, and... Uh, a little leather pouch on his side. Hello. Um, hi. Uh, we're the cover of night. Uh, you are the trespassers. Yep, that's us. Yes. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for your hospitality. I'm meeting you now for the first time. That's, that's true, yes. Uh, I meant your, uh, your, um, your qualm more generally. Ah, their hospitality. Yes, yes, yes. Sort of a collective view. I see. I had no part in it. N- that, you're, yeah, you're, you're right. Um, My name is Akram. It's nice to meet you, Akram. I understand from uh, Tekrakai that you require my aid. Yes. Why? Um, well... He we, sort of narrows his eyebrows at you. We're uh, looking to... Get people to vouch for our worthiness in interacting with the Sklarqua, who don't really like us that much. Mm, Sklarqua don't like many people. That's true. They barely like us. I've gotten that impression. Um, we have been... Excuse me, it's very dry here. Um, we've been sent here by Thousand Bones of the Skonqua. Yes, Um, I know him. And uh, Chief One Life, uh, I know him. Recomm- yes, recommended that we uh, seek your counsel and your endorsement of our sort of um, noble intentions and um, general trustworthiness. I cannot endorse you. Oh, I've only just met you. Okay, well, um, allow us to convince you. It would take much for me. It would take much. To gain a truth speaker's uh, endorsement, whereas truth speaker cannot speak to anything that is not directly verifiable. Well, uh, Tekrakai, if you, if you'd like, uh, c- could we take uh, Akram here, uh, Speaker Akram here, to the remains of the Red Reaver and uh, your companions? Yes, if you have deeds that you have done, show them to me. Then uh, I can speak of these deeds. We will start walking. But I cannot speak to how you achieved them. Oh. I did not see it. Well, there's also, if you want, you could come with us on our other trials uh, as we continue to try to gain people's what trust. What trials? Well, um, we're going to go to the... Um, uh, something of the Thrall Keepers? We were going to go to the... The Acropolis of the yes, Thrall Yes, the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers. So you wish to die? No, we wish to succeed heroically where others have failed. Mm. Or and, die. Or, you know, I mean, there's we always the potential... Of, no, we don't seek death. We do acknowledge the possibility of death. Good, because there is a possibility of death. Thank you. The Acropolis has stood for many thousands of years, and many have died there. <laughs> to seek the Thrall Keeper's mark is one of the greatest dangers that any Shuanti tribe can seek. 
Very few do it anymore. Anymore? Yes. People do it more often in the past. Yes. Is there a story about that? Yes. Okay, and we're moving on. <laughs> um, so here is the Red Reaver that we killed. It was, um, it had taken as its territory the uh. beautiful temple you see before you. And um, as uh, he looks around, as Tekrakai can attest, several moon maidens had already perished trying to clear it from the temple. And the moon maidens here and the bone slayers went in and uh, slew the beast. Uh, we allowed Tekrakai the. It is uh, dead. Yes, it is. It is dead. And you say you slew it. Well, we allowed Tekrakai the uh, the honor of deciding what would be done with its life. Is this true? He looks at Tekrakai. She goes, "Yes, true speaker. They they uh, they weakened the beast and allowed me the final blow." As an act of mercy, the beast was far from any place where it could have rest, and if it were revived, it would continue its fight. It could have, yes. And it is dead. Tekrakai, you say you killed it. And you, and you, and Tekrakai, you say that these people weakened it first. You say that you weakened it first? Yes. And Tekrakai killed it? Yes. So it is said. Does that mean you believe us? No. I did not see it. You believe that we have told you it? I believe you have said this. I believe Tekrakai has also said this. Is there anything we can do to convince you it actually happened? No. We could draw you a picture? Then I would have a picture of it. Pictures can lie. Okay. The only truth is what I see. It is dead. You say you, you say you weakened it. Tekrakai says that you weakened it. You say that Tekrakai killed it. Tekrakai says that she killed it. What if we had somebody cast speak with that on it? I, Does it speak? I thought it understood some words in giant. I think that's what Trinia said. Hmm. We could like have it nod or shake its head. Give me a moment. And he, he takes a moment... Uh, and he, he actually looks around and he goes, takes a stick, just, just a big old stick, and he pushes the star knife, the giant 20-foot star knife that occupies the center of the, of the room. And, it, and he, just, he just pushes it just gently, looking at the ground as he does so. Ah. That is correct. What? He, and he looks down at the constellations on the floor and then back up at the star knife back down and he moves it just a little bit I didn't even know you could spin that thing yes it can be spun what are you what are you determining right now I am giving I am giving praise to Desna oh okay I'm sorry to interrupt thanking her for giving us this way of tracking our days it was out of date no one had spun it. Oh. Well, thank you. Or if they had spun it, it was incorrect. Thank you for correcting it. Yes. Anyway, now I can speak with Ned. <laughs> oh, can you speak giant? No, but I can speak tongues. Okay, okay. 
And so... <laughs> Ophelia turns to Trinity and is like, I didn't think that was actually going to work. <laughs> okay. And and uh, and he, he he then he then goes over to the body of the uh, of the Red Reaver, and first he says he he says uh, in Shawanti, um, first you must hear my voice. This in this way you will hear my voice. And as he says that, um, uh, suddenly you all become aware, like he's speaking Shawanti, but you can understand what he's saying. Uh, oh. And then he goes, now I must breach the gap. Between life and death, and he puts a hand. He puts his hands over the uh, uh, Red Reaver's head. Just this massive red head with these six black eyes, uh, just like lilting in the side. Its tongue kind of hanging out, and he just puts his hands over it and mu- uh, mutters for a little while, and then suddenly uh, you see it go. <coughs> Tell me, were you killed? By Tekrakai, this person, and uh, and for a moment the the head, basically the body is still sort of like sl- like slumped over in the position where it died, uh-huh. but the head just goes. <laughs> this thing cannot speak any language. Oh, but uh. it does seem to know. Yes, you killed it. Now tell me, creature, were you weakened? By others than Tekrakai, not the one who killed you. I think that's a yes. I do not know, though. Oh, I, I should have. Do you have speak with animals, maybe? No. Damn it. Can you speak any language at all? Well, it understands what I'm asking it. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it falls back down. (laughs) What was the what the two grunts for yes or for no? It grunted twice. That seems to uh, suggest some level of recognition. Okay. But I do not know. Okay. So, what do you want from me? Was that uh, sufficient testimony? Do you believe us now? No. (sighs) I did not see it. The testimony, the testimony of Tekrakai and your testimony match. Okay. The testimony of the Red Reaver matches. And that, that is, is that sufficient? No. All I know is that your testimonies are in agreement. Okay, so in order to have you testify to our deeds, we will need you to come with us. Yes. Probably everywhere. I cannot testify to something I have not seen. Would you be open to coming with us to dangerous, potentially deadly places to watch? I have been many dangerous places. I have watched many dangerous things. Why should I come with you? Ophelia uh, shifts a little bit uneasily. I know that it's unorthodox, but the people of Corvosa and of the whole area and maybe even the whole world desperately need your help. They need our help. We're looking to it's it's kind of a complicated chain of things now, but we need to be able to convince the Sklarqua that we are trustworthy so that we can ask them questions about 
a shaman named Eyes of Flame who mm. uh, destroyed a very powerful dragon, mm. the relics of whom now rest upon the queen's head. I see. So you hope to receive this knowledge from the Sklarqua? Yes. And you believe that the endorsement of a truth speaker would help you get that information? Yes, um... It would. Okay, 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 yes, um... The Sklarqua, the Sklarqua are not particularly welcoming to any other tribe. However, they do respect the words of a truth speaker. Yes, um... I am the only truth speaker in the Cinderlands right now. Well, you're you're doing an excellent job. Ophelia, he doesn't say Ophelia, anything. He just stares at you. Ophelia sort of... Okay, I don't actually have any idea of what doing a good job as a truth speaker means. I'm trying to make you feel encouraged and stop looking at me like that, please. He just, his, yeah, his, his eyes are just like baring into you. Uh, hey, you know what? Here's my friend Damien. You should talk to my friend Damien for a little while, okay? <laughs> Hello, friend Damien. Uh, hi. I am Akram. Am I, am I your friend? No, you are you're this person's friend. Oh, is that a title I have now? You were introduced as their friend, Damien. Oh, that's, uh, oh, yeah, uh, yep, that's me, friend Damien. Yes, friend Damien. Hello. Um, so... You are not dressed in a way that is proper for the Cinderlands. Uh, you know, the, the we're dressed in a way that's more proper for Corvosa, honestly. it It's very cloudy and dreary there, like, all the time. There is too much fabric. You could get, you could catch heat stroke. Oh, uh, we have a wand of endure elements, which that is... That would prevent heat stroke. Yeah, so we're probably going to be using that. How did you train your mind so that you only see the truth? Like, what did you do? Is it I like a true seeing effect, or... I only speak the truth. But, uh, Tekrakai said that you also aren't affected by, like... Um, things that would trick your mind or control your mind? Yes. Is that like a true-seeing effect or like a mind-blank effect or like... I am immune to mind-affecting charms and compulsions. Wow. That's got to be useful. I am constantly under the effect of discern lies. Oh. Okay. Okay. Are you still fooled by illusions? Like if I put up like a major image or something. I might be. Okay. It would depend on the illusion. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And chance. (laughs) Depends on what I roll on a d20. (laughs) It is possible for me to be fooled by illusions. Okay. Are you planning to fool me with illusions? No. Friend Damien. No. Why would you ask me that? I may have had, uh, stop looking at me like that. It just stares into you. His eyes just boring into yours. A servant of Desda suggested I might use some sort of trickery to convince people that we had done the uh, a trial with a magma worm. That's very dangerous. You might. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, but I, I, I thought it was a bad idea, and I wasn't actually planning on doing it. He still, I, he still just kind of stares at you. If I wasn't sure I could get away with it. Do you want to be my friend, Lenore? <laughs> he looks over at Lenore. Oh, I'm not getting involved with this. Hello, friend Lenore. Hi. 
Look, we should probably get going. I don't want to travel when it's super hot out. I mean, it's yes, already really hot Traveling, out. Traveling in the peak of the day is not advisable. You could get heat stroke. Yeah, I I heard you talked to Unless Damien about it. Unless you use Endure Elements. Yeah, we have that wand. Do you need it? No, I can cast Endure Elements on myself. Great. And uh, the heat of the desert does not seem so bad. Good. It's still kind of uncomfortable, but like you don't feel like you're going to collapse. Yunia gets up out of the shade. Uh. So, you wish for me to accompany you to the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers, to witness your tasks there. Yeah. So that you may speak of, so that me, so that I may speak of your tasks before the Sklarqua. This is correct. This would be good. This offers a this offers an opportunity for me to build a stronger connection with the Sklarqua. Us the, too. The Lyrunqua and the Sklarqua do not always get along very well. It's like the sun and the moon. The sun and the moon are not at odds. I mean, in like a metaphorical sense. They are not at odds. Okay. Hey, um, uh, moon the sun, the sun provides light for the for, for the world. The moon revolves around Galarian. Okay. Um, hey, moon maidens. Uh, the, si- the moon is insignificant compared to the sun. Bone slayers, are any of you coming with us to the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers? It is forbidden for us to interfere if a truth speaker is at work. Oh, okay. And you coming along to help would be seen as interference? Yes. Oh, uh... uh okay, I guess... we must return, and we must take our... And we must take our fallen sisters to the Cattle Mounds. Right, you all can... Okay, so you all can go and do that. Yes. Uh, and we'll take uh, Mr. Speaker... Speak, speaker Akram here. Truth Speaker Akram. Truth Speaker Akram here. Uh, to the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers with us. And then the GM yes. won't have to do all of your voices anymore. Yes, that that would be very good. Uh, this is Dekakai, uh bows her uh, shaved head. And we will... Uh, uh, which way is the Acropolis from here? It is south of here. And slightly west. Okay, uh, are you good at navigating? Because none of us are particularly good at navigating. We were kind of relying on the Bone Slayers. I am not here to guide you. Fuck. I am here to witness. Uh, You're going to witness us wandering around the desert until we die, probably. It's not very, uh... Then that is what I will see. Unia Unia says, I still have Guiding Star. I cast it yesterday. It will last for ten more days. I know our position relative to the Callow Mounds. Do you know the position of the... Uh... Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers relative to the Calamounts? You're asking? No. no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Unia goes, uh, You probably have a map, uh, and, and uh, you did get uh, Thousand Duns marking, like, uh, where these places are. Okay. So, so we so, should be able to roughly get there. You're gonna have to make survival checks, though. Yeah. Damien runs over, Oh, I have a map! I have a map! I have a map! Thank you. <laughs> Do you have a protractor? <laughs> Akram the whole time is just darting his eyes back and forth between all of you. Um, are you okay? Yes. What are you doing? I am observing. Oh, it looks like you're gonna get a headache. You might wanna... We're not doing anything important yet. You can... You can relax a little bit. You have asked for a truth speaker to bear witness to your deeds. Uh I'm bearing witness. Okay. Okay. Okay, smile for the, the... The, uh, stenographers, everybody. Okay. Does my hair look good? Yeah? 
Okay, okay, thank you. <laughs> as, you as you sort of say this, he, he just sort of goes, he just sort of stares at you, doesn't say anything. <laughs> Trinia! <laughs> Trinia, Trinia goes, your hair looks great, hon. Thank you! You look great. Oh, so do you. You're really making the we're out, we're stuck out in the desert sort of thing work for you? Yeah, you know, I I, I, I sort of uh, wanted to go with like a uh, like uh, you know, desert punk. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. sort of like yeah. windswept. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, uh, do you have the scarf? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. And Ophelia give her a little kiss on the cheek. Oh. I don't want to do too much PDA in front of the mm, people watching. Oh, uh, just stares at you. <laughs> let's go let's go uh, he's, and he just moves to follow you all. you should watch Lenore she's much more interesting he looks at Lenore oh my starts God. watching Lenore uh, and then Ophelia leads over and actually gives uh, Trini a, a bit more of a kiss uh, now that Akram's <laughs> not staring Okay. Um, <laughs> now you are on foot uh, yes. you are going south Yes. Uh, it's like 40 miles uh, uh, so, I can cast Shadow Walk. I have one job here, and it's stupid, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> I will not travel through Shadow Walk. Why not? Because I do not know that way. It, you wish me to speak of your deeds, yes? Yes. I must know that you did them. Uh, I must know that every moment, from the moment that I have met you to the moment that you accomplish your deeds, is true. Is it not worth speaking of that we are capable of magic that facilitates our travel across the desert wastes? It could be worth speaking of. However, if you begin the use of magic to get to places, perhaps you would use magic to achieve your ends in a way that is not true. I, I do hope that you enjoy reporting on the number of days it takes us to travel to this place that we could otherwise travel to in a matter of minutes. It is the task of a truth speaker. And you guys have an average movement speed of about 30. Yep. Uh, yep. So, oh, wait, wait. Did the Lyrinqua have horses? They did. But they need them to did. make them much longer, more difficult journey yeah. back to the Calamounts. Yeah, and they have to carry the bodies, too. Yeah, okay. 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 Um, so, you are going over trackless desert. Yep. Uh, you have a speed of, you have a speed of 30. It's not actually dunes. like sand dunes. It's more like a Death Valley sort of situation. Oh, okay. So, okay, like it's parched like, earth and like scrub. Scrubland, actually, as desert well. Desert pavement sort of situation. Yeah, kind of. Um, now, there is... The, you're, you're getting sort of up into the Wyvern Mountains, so there are sort of, sort of like foothills here mm -hmm. uh, that do have like scrub brush and uh, like uh, some sparse vegetation around. Uh, so sort of like Arizona going toward uh, however, New Mexico. Yeah, however, it is really rough going. Yeah. And you are making probably about 12 miles a day. Uh. <laughs> Meaning it's probably going to take you about four days. Uh. Maybe three and a half. <laughs> Depending on our survival checks. Exactly. <laughs> oh boy. We're all survival? Yeah, does Unia get a bonus to their survival check from Guiding Star? That doesn't say you get any bonus. For no, but no. but does does know, knowing your approximate distance from an area as well as the direction you must travel in order to reach it count as something similar to always knowing where north is? You know what? Yeah, I, I think I think that's fair. Um, we'll treat it as you have a compass. Okay. Plus two circumstance bonus on survival checks made to avoid becoming lost. Yes. So Unia gets plus two. 
So that gives them a plus seven on survival. We'll just roll everybody. Lenora's got a plus nine. She actually has five ranks in survival. She's nice. working really hard at it. She got a 19 on die. That is a 28. Good job, Lenore. Now everybody else gets to roll terribly. Let's go, Unia. Unia got a two. That's a nine. Um, Ophelia has a minus one to survival. Let's see if she can manage to help. The odds say no. She also rolled a nine. And Damien rolled a natural one. So nobody helped. (laughs) <laughs> Lenore, Lenore, like everybody's sort of like wandering around, uh, and Lenore's like, "What the fuck are you doing? It's this way!" Mm. And she sort of like starts grabbing people by the hand and pulling them in the right direction. Uh, can we have Trinia roll a survival check? Yes, Trinia. Oh no. Oh well, she got oh, a natural twenty for a total of nineteen. Wow. Well, so she helps. Yay! <laughs> uh. And Truth Speaker Akram is not interested in aiding on this check. Nope. <laughs> Truth Speaker Akram just watches you guys. Mm, that Damien guy. Not very good at surviving. <laughs> he would die in the desert. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he sort of goes, Friend Damien, you do not seem suited for this place. I want, I'm not, I'm not. I want to be back at, at my college. And I yet you be, are here. I have to be. Because if I'm not here, then I won't have a college to go back to. I won't have a city mm. to go back to. I won't have friends to go back to. I won't have anything. Mm. God, that's terrifying. Thank you for making me think about that. Why do you not change your dress? What do you mean? You dressed in a green coat? Yeah. And... It would be better. It would be better for this area if you changed your dress. Look, underneath this green coat is a lot of purple. It's not much better. Lighter clothing would be better. Though you have endure elements. Damien sort of hugs his coat around him. I like this coat. <laughs> I think I look good in it. Yeah, yeah it's flattering. Um, and uh, you travel for the first day. Um, also, give me a perception. All right. No reason. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> Lenore uh, got a 15. Unia got a 22. Oh. Ophelia got a 14. Mm-hmm. And Damien. You get Trinia as well. Damien got a natural 20 for a total of 33. Uh, Trinia got a 27, so helps. Damn. Unia and Lenore both. Uh, I think actually everybody got above a 10. Uh, okay. What? Did you get that? So, uh, I got a 33, so two aids. Uh, okay. 37. Um, so, uh, with a total of 37. On the second day of travel, you see uh, atop a large rock formation. Four riders on horseback. Oh my god, what is their deal? Who? What? It's those those people, they're, they're here again. Oh. Hmm. Uh, should we go talk to him? Uh, I mean, Tekrakai said that they probably just want to watch. They might be Squarkwaw. I'm worried going toward them might mean that they will see that as uh, a, a challenge and then we'll have to fight them or something like that. And I really feel like killing for Squarkwaw would be like a bad thing in terms of making a good impression on them. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> um, 
Oh, oh, Truth Speaker Akram. Uh, Tekrakai said that you have the ability to cast sending. Yes. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think you need a particular target, but do you have um, something else like Whispering Wind or something that you could use to like talk to those folks over there? Ooh, or uh, signal fires. I don't know how to do signal fires. Do you know how to do signal fires? We send something like, hey, what are you doing here? Uh, do you want to come over and talk? I can make a fire that signals that we're here. Uh, I mean, I, I think most fires would probably signal our presence. So, yes. Uh, do you have anything that... that no. No? No, no open, friendly intent sort of signals? No. No? Okay. I have an idea, actually. Yes. Um, I would, I would like to cast from the deck Major Image. Uh, and just make big, like big signpost letters above, of us that say hello in Shawanti. <laughs> okay, well, you do that. Truth speaker, Akram just looks at it. <laughs> Damien then waves in the direction of the four people who are watching us. Um, they just stand on the rock formation. Mm. Their horses sort of at an angle to you, so that you can see the shape of the horse. Uh, it's very picturesque. It's good, yes. good posing. But they don't move. All right. Um. Eventually, this bell fades. Uh, are there are there any stories in this area about like creatures uh, who are not who who have the appearance of people from a distance, but are really like sizing us up to eat us or something? There are stories like that. Um, such as. I'm not a storyteller. <laughs> but you speak the truth. Don't you have the truth about this, like, rattling around in your brain somewhere? I do not know if the stories are true. <laughs> but there are stories, yes. Can, uh, have, can you testify to what somebody said? There are stories. God damn it. Okay. Fuck. You are, you are attempting to use these stories to glean truth about the world. Yes. The, tr- the, the stories are more meant as parables. Don't, don't, don't parables contain a, a, a sort of truth about the world? Like a lesson to learn? That is their purpose. So what truth do the parables about monsters that follow you uh, and appear as groups of people on horses and then come in to kill you? The common purpose of telling these stories is to encourage young folks not to wander the desert. You have already chosen to wander the desert. Yeah, I don't know what I expected. Okay. Um. So there is no point in me telling you the parables. (laughs) Additionally, if I were to tell you the parable, it might influence your decision. I'm here to witness your deeds, uh, not influence your decisions. Influencing the decision is the whole point. I'm trying to gain information. I know. <laughs> David stamps off and stamps his little feet. His tail's thrashing around angrily. Uh, as you're doing that, Truth Speaker Akram smiles. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then he kind of snaps back to Unia, stoic face. Unia sees Truth Speaker Akram giggle to himself and they, they sort of hide a smile behind their hand. Friend Damien, you are entertaining. Is that patronizing? No. I don't think you're telling me the truth there, sir. I find you entertaining. 
fuck it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Stop la- standing around. He laughs. He laughs again. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, sure, Speaker Ockram. I find Damien entertaining, too. Okay. Uh, I would like to, the second night that we are... Um, you know, keeping watch and sleeping. Yunia would like to cast sending back to Tekrakai. Okay. Hello, this is Yunia. I was just wondering what monsters are in the temple of the Thrall Keepers. Thank you in advance for your assistance. You get a response back. There are few who know what dwells within the within the Acropolis. However, many enter and many do not come back out. All that is known of those who emerge is that they have the mark. Great. Fantastic. All right. Nobody knows anything. Probably undead. People die in there. Yunia looks around. Is, uh, Truth Speaker Ockham awake? Um, uh, what, what time of night would you say it is? Akram, sorry. Yeah, what time of night would would you say it is? Uh, It's about midnight. He's asleep. Yunia is going to go over to Damien. Damien. Damien, wake up. Yeah! Yeah. Akram wakes up. Damn it. Go back to sleep. Okay. (laughs) He goes back to sleep. What do you know about the Thrall Keeper's Mark? Um, not a lot more than you do. It's a seven-pointed star that the people around here seem to use to, uh, ward Eridanites and, uh, Rune Lord followers away. Uh, mm-hmm. but they said there was, they said that those who get the mark, they experience what happened to the people who once suffered under the Thrall Keepers. Do you know what sort of magic that might be, or how much pain it might cause? I will roll a Knowledge Arcana for that. <laughs> uh, that is a 33. What, what, are you, what information are you seeking? Um, so we know that, so, um... Um, sort of what kind of magic might the mark of the thrall keepers be, or the kind of magic that would involve um, imprinting upon your mind all of the things that happened to people who suffered under the rune lords mm. might involve? Um, I mean, they didn't really specify any kind of magic that it uses, uh, whether that's because they don't know what kind of magic it is, or that, or, or that that it is, and they just aren't telling you. It's not really clear. Um, I mean, if you want magic that can do something like that. uh, I mean, so magic that could imprint things upon your mind. There's things like share memory. Um, Mm. There's there's things like uh, creating a mindscape in which you could see something. Um, You don't know for sure if that would apply here. There's lots of psychic magic that Mm. would allow you to transfer memories. Okay. Um, Even a simple modify memory to give you a memory of these things would be fine. 
Yeah, so, I mean, it's, um, there's a lot of different things, not really a lot in my wheelhouse, but, I mean, why are you worried? I'm gonna touch the thing and get the mark, probably. You know, it's, I deal with all sorts of magic, magic shit. Um, you don't have to worry about it. No, I won't, I want to do it. What? You're, you're an Aridonite. It'll probably just kill you. You don't know that. I, I guess not, but... Um, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to do it. Do you want to? Yes, I, I think so. The people around here, they seem... This, this is no idle superstition. And I came here with an impression of my missionaries. That's much different than the one they have. I think I would like to know the truth. Okay, um, if it starts dissolving your flesh or something, though, like, um, I I can't cut your arm off with cards, so you'll need to ask Lenore or somebody else to do it. Yes, I, I suppose I will keep that in mind. Thank you, Damien. I mean, I didn't really do m- much... I think it was just nice to have someone to talk to. Wow, now I'm nice to talk to. And I'm a friend. Will the wonders never cease? <laughs> Go back to sleep. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you do, uh, in the night, see a fire toward the south from you mm. uh, on a rocky outcropping. These folks in their rocky outcroppings, they love them. <laughs> we just need to get to a place without any rocky outcroppings, and then we'll never see them again. Yep. So if only you were going somewhere that's not anywhere near the Wyvern Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Notable for many rocky outcroppings and cliffs and things. And, and uh, wide open vistas against which you can be dramatically silhouetted. <laughs> Say what you will about these mysterious stalkers. They have good PR. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Now, you are traveling through a desert, but I, I do want to make something clear. This desert is is very alive. Okay. There are a lot of, there's a lot of, like, wildlife and stuff. Uh, you do every now and then see uh, griffins roosting in the, uh, in the mountains here. Mm-hmm. Um, every now and then you might see one uh, flying out uh, from the mountains and dive bombing things on the ground. <coughs> every now and then uh, they'll look at you, but it seems like you guys are a little bit too big of a group for them to like go after. Oh my gosh, it's a griffin. Hello. Hello. Oh, um, look at them. They're so pretty. We're talking like we're talking like, pretty far off. Like, like uh, you know, it's like bird watching, uh, but with very, very big bird things. Look at them, I love them. Uh, and uh, there will be uh, like like desert lizards that skitter, like you'll be walking along and then there'll be like some giant gecko that like skitters out from the dust ah! uh, and like goes and hides on a rock. Oh my god. I didn't even Sticks see it there. Sticks its tongue out, licks its eye. Stop! Uh, ah! uh, for the most part, most of them don't seem to like be like Mm-hmm. Um, they're mostly kind of avoiding you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember, Damien, it's more scared of you than you are of it. <laughs> uh, and uh, on the third day of travel mm-hmm. in the distance on uh, to the south, mm-hmm. 
you do see a very large, low uh, hill that with a flat top oh. and what looks like a collapsed tower on it. And from where you are, you can see tall, sheer vertical walls mm-hmm. that seem to make out sharp points going around the basin. Ooh. The upper part of the of the tower is collapsed in a bit, but this but this base it actually reminds you of the Temple of Asmodeus in uh Corvosa mm. in the way that it has these protrusions out around the sides. Mm-hmm. Um and the closer you get, you can see from the angle you're at, there's one spire that's basically pointing toward you and two that point out at angles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the closer you get to it, the more you get the idea. Uh, okay. You're looking at three spokes of something that uh, appears to go uh, in, a, in a wide angle. Who wants to bet it has seven spokes? I don't think you're going to get anybody to bet that, Damien. We already know that you know what it looks like. <laughs> you're no fun. Um, you get closer, and it is just this sheer black stone monument. Silhouetted against the sky. It just seems to absorb all light. By sort of toward the end of the day, as you get close, you can really see like this thing is just sheer polished stone. Like the tower while collapsed is is still pretty solid looking. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to make camp on the third day uh, or do you want to? Just go in. Well, Ophelia's uh, fins to feet is probably about to wear off. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So unless we want her to sort of uh, around so her little chair. Camp on, the, on the fourth day. Yeah, we'll make camp. See if we can hear anything eerie coming from inside the Acropolis as we camp outside of it. Okay. Hey, uh, give me a survival at the entrance uh, as you sort of get close to the thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> is this to avoid becoming lost? I mean, I was just wondering if Unia gets their plus two from getting star. Okay, Lenore. Uh, Lenore got a 24. Unia. 24 is enough. Okay. Um, outside the uh, the building, uh, you will see trampled ground. Mm. Uh, it looks like uh, it looks like very fresh hoofprints were here. Oh. Like to the matter of probably like maybe a couple hours. Maybe did less. they did they go off in a particular direction? Uh, the the horse the horse hooves uh, they they seem to uh, enter this area single file, uh, and then um, and then you see prints in the in the dirt that look like boot prints, and then the the horse hooves sort of go off in all directions. Oh, so and then the boot prints go into the temple. So whoever has been following us is waiting inside for us. So it would seem. Well, maybe we don't want to keep them waiting. I can get in the chair. It's fine. <gasps> We're doing combat wheelchair? Yeah. The, okay. the, 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 fl- the floating chair. Uh, yes. Ophelia, uh, as Ophelia uh, hops up into her chair, uh, her leggies turn into a beautiful, shiny, shimmering golden, golden tail. tail. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. And so are you approaching the uh, the building? Yes. Yeah, sort of as you're getting around the edges, you follow this, like, slope up to it, and you do manage to see that, yes, there are, like, seven points to the thing. 
See, I was right. We all knew you were going to be right, Damien. And as you get to this trampled ground, where the boot prints seem to be going into the, the structure, what looks like smooth stone just slowly, and importantly, silently, just rises. Oh! At this very steady pace. Like, it doesn't accelerate up. It just, all of a sudden, as you're getting close, it just rises. Monolith noises intensify. And and suddenly there is an opening in the side of the building, about 20 feet wide and about 20 feet tall. Okay. And as you get closer, you also realize about 20 feet. Ooh. So as if this just giant 20 foot by 20 foot cube just rises up. Oh. And do- inside there is just darkness. Uh... Do we do we see anything in the darkness? Not from where you are. No. Okay. Uh, now, is is there a drop? You oh. just see ground going on in, and actually, as soon as it gets past the threshold, there's just black stone on the floor as well. Uh, there's there's a bit of dust and stuff that has been swept in over time, but it all seems to be made of the same black stone. Uh, Damien would like to pick up a pebble. Uh, and uh, sort of chuck it. And hear the sound of a rock just skidding across the stone. Okay. It comes to a stop somewhere, I don't know, about like 30, 40 feet away. It seems to be level with where you are. Okay, okay. I guess we will. Let me see if there's any like buffs I should put up before we go in here. Uh, I imagine this is a. Uh, situation in which it might be good to have some buffs. Um, 20 minutes of casting buffs later. Anyway, let's go into the Temple of Evil! Uh, you begin to go into the building, uh, and you do find, uh, after about where your pebble got to within the building, there is a staircase God leading down. Alright. Black stairs, now sort of gleaming in the light that Akram and Trini are casting, and actually, as we're getting to that, Bring you over to a map. Ooh. You see uh, the black granite around you is every now and then interspersed with like little deposits of red crystal. Ooh. Uh, that kind of shimmers in the light. Knowledge geology? As you start to descend- descending the uh, stairs, uh, you see writing on the walls. Oh, Damien can read Thessalonian. There is a lot of there's a lot of writing. And it would probably take you a really long time to read all of it. Okay. Uh, however, as uh, as as you're sort of descending the stairs, uh, the first things that's sort of coming out is like that we dedicate this Acropolis to the ever-expanding knowledge of the Rune Lord Karzog. I will and make a knowledge. Oh, can I make a knowledge history check to see if I know who the Rune Lord Karzog yeah. is? Uh, you guys can make knowledge history checks. Okay. Lenore. Hey, Lenore has four ranks in knowledge history now. I'm really proud of her. That's a 22 for Lenore. Nine ranks in knowledge history for Unia. That's an 18 for Unia. Knowledge is, oh, only one rank for Ophelia. It's okay. She's been busy. Um, that's a uh, 16 for Ophelia. And Damien. Uh, a 23 for Damien. So, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, you don't really know uh, what the deal with Karzag is. Um, you, you, you've now gotten familiar with the term rune lord, meaning the mm-hmm. people that ruled Thassalon. Um, but Karzag, um, 
it could be like any number of people. Who does Trinia know? Who does Trinia know? That's a good question. Oh, no, 18. Yeah, Trinia's like, uh, hey, I don't know. I don't really know anything about Rune Lords. You guys actually, I think, know more about that than me. Mm. Mm. I'll look it up when we get back to Carvosa. Basically, as you're going deeper, like, there's more and more. Like, the first ones are just sort of general dedications, like saying this build, this building was built at such and such a time. And the, the calendar doesn't match with your calendar, so you're mm. not actually sure what day that actually is. This was um, made a long ass time ago. Uh, and and then there's sort of like list of builders who worked on it. Uh, uh, probably made up of the credits of the people that worked up on the on the uh, Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's uh, there's accounts of of uh, how it was built and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, One Yamas Jacobs. Yes. Shows up a lot. Yamas Jacobs. Yes. <laughs> And then there's a bunch of people that hate him, and they're like, I, I wish that he wasn't spending so much time in the forum extolling his own <laughs> ideas about how the game is supposed to work. Uh, he, and, and then there's other people who are like, I think it's really good that Yamas Jacobs actually spends a lot of time in the forum telling people what his intention was. And then other people are like, no, you can't go by his intent. You have to go by what the rules say. What? Ah. There, uh, there was a war between Raw and Rye. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yes, the ancient gods Raw and Rye. <laughs> uh, so I'd like to make uh, perception checks as well as we are heading in here, uh, just because it seems like a good idea. Also, I realized belatedly I did not have Unia prepare or cast fine traps. Uh, so. <laughs> Okay, Lenore got a 28. God damn, Lenore, that's that's spicy and good. Are we in dim light or darkness? No, uh, you were in darkness. Well, okay. actually, you guys are in bright light because uh, Trinia and uh, Two Speaker Akram both have light up. Okay, uh, so uh, Unia does not benefit from uh, their plus two to perception in dim light or darkness. Oh, they, they still got a uh, 22. Very good. Ophelia got a 15. And Damien got <laughs> Ooh, 31. <laughs> 31? Yes. So uh, as you get into this area, um, stone stairs end in a 20 foot wide and 20 foot tall hallway that leads to the east, opening into a large chamber. The floor is cluttered with dust and tiny mounds of ash that have uh, been recently disturbed in places, but signs of the trail uh, vanish to the east once the stones have become clear of debris. Uh, however, uh, you have rolled well enough that you are able to follow the trail. Oh. The trail, I'll just draw it on the map here, and you can follow at your leisure. Oh. Damien will wordlessly point. We'll, we'll stretch out into more of a single file sort of situation as we go to move around the corner. And as you uh, get into this area... The air in this math cathedral-like space seems strangely cool. The walls are curved with vertical ridges that rise to support the arch above, where the ceiling vaults into the shadows to a height of nearly 60 feet. A five-foot-wide balcony rings the room, the floor which drops 15 feet below into a pool of dark liquid. Ooh. Halfway between the east and west ends of the room, a bridge crosses the pool. Two large stone doors stand in the walls to the south and east. Smaller doors sit in the walls to the northwest and southwest. All four doors bear depictions of a seven-pointed star. I don't like how the description did not say water. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there is 15 feet below you, there is a dark liquid, just perfectly still. 
Like it, it surface like glass. Damien thinking about how he's glad that the pebble didn't drop into that because mm-hmm. now he can just sort of walk past it for now uh, and mm-hmm. toward this. I believe there's, is there a door over here that this is leading toward oh. or? Uh, yes, there is a door there. It has a seven pointed star on it. Lenore will uh, move up and try to open the door. Uh, how do you try to open the door? Uh, does it have a, a door handle on it? No. Uh, Lenore will go up and perceive for mechanisms or door opening. Yeah, give me a perception. Doors and the opening thereof. That is a 33. Uh, yeah, uh, you, you would gather that the seven-pointed star on the door is actually different stone than the rest of the door, and it, it does look like it it's completely separate. Lenore would like to push on it. So you push on the se- on one of the points of the star, uh, and the whole symbol sinks into the door, and then just <laughs> rises up. Lenore turns around and looks at everybody else like, I did it! And immediately, <laughs> upon opening the door, you are greeted by a man... Oh, shit! Uh, ...with no shirt <laughs> and, uh, like, leather-bound sandals... Uh, and a very impressive spear. He looks a little grumpy. And uh, and uh, basically, the spear comes up as as you uh, open the door, and then you hear, "Wait, is that them?" Hey, hey, <laughs> Crojen eats what he kills. Huh? That's me. <laughs> hey, you see, uh, basically, at the east end of this area, Crojen uh, eats what he kills. Accompanied by here, I'm gonna move it and so you yeah, can actually see. Yeah. Accompanied by three Sklarqua, uh people. We heard you were uh, trying to prove yourself, yep. right? Yep, that's huh. right. Stupid, brave. And I figured, you know, if you're if you die in the Acropolis, somebody's gonna have to take your bodies back to the Callow Mounds, right? That's really practical of you. So right? I'm here to watch and make sure that you don't fuck up, and if you do <laughs> i just take you back to the callow mounts and then everybody makes one of us for the rest of time and uh he's actually gonna move this way and swap places with the guy to sort of face off against you he sort of comes up to you uh oh, how tall is he he's uh he's like six three okay what's what is lenore's height again lenore is I don't know, you tell me lenore is uh i believe uh six foot even mm-hmm. uh and so he's sort of like looking at you head head like sort of uh, facing off, and and uh, and again, this is a guy who uh, fucking chiseled. Yeah, uh, he's got like a red dragon hide pauldron and greaves padded with fur. Uh, he's got a he's got a little dragon skull with a claw, a uh, little dagger coming out of its mouth, and a giant earthbreaker in his other hand. I don't uh, know, man. You don't seem like the type to just stand and watch. Well. I also figured if you guys are going to be in here trying to get the Thrall Keeper's mark, I can't just let some Shamek do that when I haven't done it yet. That's a great point. So, you put up a good fight one time. Yeah. I figure. Make it a contest. Oh. So you can get the mark first. Okay, okay. Well, he's sort of like leaning in over you a little bit. 
Uh, not really. He's not tall enough to like tower over you, but he's sort of like looking at you, like getting getting his head like quite close to yours. Lenore's gonna stand under tippy toes, just so that like she can be so you're like, about eye level with yeah. him. And he goes, "So, why are you here? <laughs> what could possibly make you idiots think this is a good place to be?" It's precisely because it's not a good place to be that we're here. But why here? What's your goal with all this? Why are you why are you just in here? Actually, he's like, why are you up here in the first place? I don't get it. I want to understand. Understand what? Understand what my people did to yours. You fucked us over. That's what you did. I know. I know. Well, I want to understand. That's it. That's I, the whole story. I heard that those who get the Thrall Keeper's Mark... See it. See what happened. Well, you're wrong. They don't. It's a reminder, like everything else. It's what they do. All these old fucks. In charge of everything. They just want us to remember. And just hold on to that. Like it's like remembering it is the important part. What's the important part? To them, it's just enduring all of this. I don't think so. I want something better for my for my people, my thundercallers. He looks at he looks at uh, his uh, his people behind him. And when I'm in charge, maybe we'll have something better. But for now, Reddy Clark's in charge, and he still likes to remember. But I don't intend to just sit around. So, are we getting this thrallkeeper mark or what? Yeah, um, I just wanted to say, you know, if you want help making something better, we could vouch for you. I don't need your help. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean to suggest that you needed it. Just that maybe you might want it. Look, all the help that anybody from your city or anywhere else—it's always bitten us in the ass, and I'm not about to start taking it now. He's like, come on, guys. Hey. Getting bit in the ass might be fun. <laughs> she winks. <laughs>, <laughs> he laughs. So, you first. Check out a couple things. All right. My guys are going to be looking for a way to find the get, to get the Thrall Keeper mark. All right. Might want to do a better job of hiding your trail. <laughs> <laughs> We're not cowards. We don't hide. And here you are. We're little, here to watch. Little hallway. Little hallway behind a little door. Look at you. Like I said. You're he, all stuffed here in a little closet. He, he, he's, he's, actually, he's actually like quite close to your, to your face now. He's like, like I said. And you can feel like his breath on your face. We're here to carry your bodies back. All right. If you right. fuck up. <laughs> You're doing a great job. All right. So he actually looks around. What do you think they keep a thrall keeper's mark around here? Uh, probably not in the closet. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, he actually is going to come uh, come out out to here. Starts like looking around. Things down there. Looks into the dark water. Uh, uh I don't know. Oh, mm. uh, I mean, what kind of? Uh, it doesn't. I don't think there's anything down there. Uh, do I see anything with sea invisibility? 
You don't see anything down there. You just see the surface of this liquid is just like black. Mm. You don't see anything through it. Uh, well, I think if they kept it right there, then the rest of the Acropolis would not be much. Of a, there wouldn't be much of a point. Mm. Okay. And he's, he started like starts walking. I wouldn't way. be surprised if there's something that would seek to like eat us in there or push us in there. Or... He starts walking this way. All right. Well, um, his guys actually kind of. He like looks back at you. The fuck are you doing? We're here to carry your bodies back. <laughs> I'm going this way. All right. Why don't you go another way? All right. All right. Unless you want to. Unless you want to rematch. Nah. We can do. We can play Shredno later. Um. We'll head. We'll head north then. Okay. So he's he's sort of like inspecting stuff. See him like, like looking around. One of the guys uh, in the back actually takes like a little pebble. And throws it into the water. No. It, <laughs> Why did you do that? Uh, the uh, the thundercaller looks at you and goes, want to see what we do? Oh my god. It just ripples. And you see this ripple just spread across the liquid. Actually kind of slowly. Oh. It's kind of thick. Yeah. And it just and it bounces off the walls and oh. reflects back in. And then uh, slowly returns to stillness. Uh, would I be able to intuit anything about the nature of the liquid besides, you know, can I guess what sort of liquid it is better now that I've seen its viscosity? Um, yeah, you could roll like knowledge nature if you wanted. Knowledge nature. Hey, Damien. Oh, Damien got a three on die. 14? Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, you're not really sure. Trinia. Trinia. Oh, natural one! <laughs> 18, yeah. Yeah, you guys aren't really sure, like, what kind of liquid it is. It's thicker than water, you get that? But you don't know, blood. like, exactly. That's how the saying goes. <laughs> Damn it. Um, okay. All right, well, let's, uh, maybe we should hurry before we run into, uh, anything coming out of this thing of water. The thunder callers, uh, press one of the symbol on this double door down here, and the door just goes... Rises up. Uh, they actually start to move into this area down here. Uh, we will push on this door up here, uh, sort of going just directly north from the area we were in previously. So, uh, similarly, there's a seven-pointed star on the door to the north. Uh, uh, you're, the you're basically on the uh, on the north walkway uh, around the pool. Okay. Uh, and uh, you see basically... Uh, a similar hallway along the edge that has these little ports in the side that allow you to like look out into the area. I'm gonna get, just go ahead and get rid of this. Cute. Basically, there's walls here and little ports along the sides that allow you to look into the main room. So sort of a gallery. Yeah, kind of. Interesting. All right, all right, everybody file in. I'm sure there's nothing waiting in this hallway that's gonna kill and eat all of us. You don't find anything. Uh, Stuffed in here. in here like a bento box. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, and there's an, there's another door. Uh, I'd like to open that one. Uh, I will make a perception check first. Got a 28. Uh, do I see anything amiss with the 28? Um, no, doesn't seem to be anything. All right, Lenore will step forward and open the door. Um, this door opens into a, uh, larger room. The curved northern alcove of this chamber displays a vibrantly colored bas-relief uh, carving of a woman with six wings and a serpentine lower body. Mm. The coils of her lower body 
uh, wind in and out around a large seven-pointed star. Tiny shards of gemstones embedded in her tail make her scales glisten as though with moisture. But in more places, chunks of the, uh, of the carving have cracked or crumbled away, giving the depiction of the serpentine woman a strange but undeniable look of age and decay. Mm. I would like to make some sort of knowledge check to see if I know what manner of creature this is. Ah, yes. Uh, you can make a knowledge religion check looking at it. All right. And uh, I'll roll Trinia as well. Damien. We get True Speaker Akram. We're here. Right. As a total of 20 for Damien. God, we were just rolling terribly on our knowledge what, checks. What did you get? I got a total of 20 was the best I did. Uh, so 22 with us working together. No, you have no <laughs> idea what the deal with this thing is. Um... Forever a mystery. Uh, is there anything written around here? Uh, there is. There is Thessalonian writing here that seems to. It says Kershu, the Undying, Kershu, the Divine Serpent. Oh. You don't know who that is, though. All right. Kershu, the Divine Serpent. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, gems look very valuable. Uh, Hey, who wants to steal treasure from the ancient Acropolis? Nobody? Good. <laughs> These are the worst adventurers. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, about uh, after, uh, like, uh, like a little bit, uh, Crojan and, and his guys uh, start coming up this way. Uh, he, looks, he looks at that, and he's just like, Woo! Look at her! Damn! Yeah, she's cute. She is. Uh, she is... Uh, She's honestly terrifying. The face, not so much, but <laughs> uh, I get uh, into uh, at least the torso part. Yes, yes. Crojan eats what he kills, likes boobs. We get it. Boobs. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, about about now, as he does that, there is a rumble. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, and and, uh, and like he and his guys like draw their draw their weapons. And like, yeah, we'll draw our weapons. The fuck. And he goes, "What did you do? We didn't do anything. We just uh, we walked in here. You can see you can see um, the basically there's there's just a brief shake. Like the entire room shakes. Uh-oh. And there's a little. And you see the water like sloshing back and forth Uh-oh. a little bit. Uh, it's because of that pebble you dropped in. <laughs> then it would have done it when I dropped the pebble in, wouldn't it? I don't know! <laughs> Look! Drew Speaker Akram, you get behind us, okay? Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and Crojan sort of like looking around with his thing. Hello? Who's there? There's another rumble. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get moving. Um, is there a wall in front of me or is there no longer a... I guess... Okay, let's get out. Let's get out of the, uh, the little gallery area and sort of. Uh, Brother, the- yeah, there is a wall. There is a wall uh, here. You do have to go around the gallery sides. Yeah, we'll we'll go around. Uh, so sort of get out. Crojan, Crojan, and his guys sort of take up positions along the bridge, in the middle, uh, sort of along the south end. He's like he's like sort of walking back toward the south. Like huh? this doesn't feel good. Uh, and. After some time, it actually kind of settles down a little bit. How are our minute per level buffs looking? Um, they're still up. Okay. 
Great. All right. Well, uh, how about we get out of this area? I think that seems like, like an excellent idea. Yeah. He actually goes over towards you guys and goes, What do you think did that? Uh, I didn't see anything. Something big? Yeah. Uh, where? Would knowledge engineering help here? Maybe, yeah. Um, you're dealing with a structure, so yeah. Yeah, alright. Ophelia and Damien both have that. Damien got a 21. Mm-hmm. Ophelia actually better at knowledge engineering than Damien. Mm-hmm. Ah, got a 17. Lenore got an 11. So Lenore helps. Uh, What's your total? Uh, so Damien got a 21, I said. Yeah, you're not uh, really. So a, so a 25. You haven't seen anything like move anywhere, but the whole building shook. It's probably uh, something enormous and below us. Uh, well, there's a... Okay, well, um, there is like a thing in the southern room over here. Did you touch something? No, it's just there's like a glowing thing that goes down. Oh, okay. We uh, tossed it around. Oh my god! It just floats. It just floats down. Okay. Um, but we haven't checked the other rooms, so, you know, like, uh, we, you know, we're kind of trying to figure, trying to get everything done up here. Maybe there's, like, a puzzle or something like that. Let's go check out the puzzle. Oh my god, there's a puzzle! I don't know, usually these things have puzzles. Fuck yes. <laughs> I'm gonna check over here, because I already looked at that. Hey. <laughs> Not like I want to work with you or anything. Fuck, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a glowy thing that yes. they dropped a rock down. Let me describe the room that you find yourself in over here. In this room, to the south of the main vault, the floor of this otherwise empty chamber contains a five-foot diameter hole in the center, surrounded by a ring of tangled runes. Inside the hole, a shaft filled with brilliant emerald light drops into the depths. And things float down. Uh, I'd like to uh, detect magic and see if I can uh, figure out what sort of magic's going on here? Oh yeah, you so you detect magic? Yes. Does that have a verbal component? Uh um, it just it just That's uh, a really good question. Um yes, it does. Okay. Detect magic. Uh so you detect magic? Uh yep. you detect uh magic? <laughs> well. <laughs> There's magic. There's one source of magic there. Okay. It is transmutation. All right. It's a strong transmutation aura. Okay. Do I make a spellcraft check to figure out what it is, or a knowledge yeah, on it? Yeah, a spell, uh, spellcraft. Okay. How's how is a uh, how does a twenty-eight do me? Twenty-eight. It's a uh, featherfall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> basically, the runes around the ring here uh, are featherfall, uh, and basically the uh, the column of emerald light is just sort of a manifestation of the spell. Okay. Um. Permanent featherfall. Nice. Uh. Does somebody want to look in there and see what they can see in the uh, the column of emerald light? Mm-hmm. I feel like we might be able to see what's down there. Maybe that's where the creature is. It might be dangerous. I was like, oh my god, stop talking and she'll look in. Uh, You're looking in? Yes. You just see a column going down. Oh. It goes down pretty far past your dark vision. Do I see anything with sea invisibility? Uh, no. Okay. Doesn't really look like there's anything interesting down there. Doesn't look like anything to me. Okay. Um, well, they let's see if there's anything in these rooms over here. So these are probably the gallery doors. Um, let's try the one uh, a little further over. Um, Lenore will uh, go over, and she will open the door, 
by pressing on the little cyahedron. Okay. Open the door? Yep. And the door goes slowly up into the ceiling, like oh. a, like the doors before. Uh, and a strange bronze statue stands in the middle of this room. Oh, the statue familiar. depicts a half-snake, half-human creature with the lower body of a serpent coiled around a stand and the upper, bo- the upper torso of a slender human woman. Her hands are crossed over her chest to clutch two objects in her shoulders. The right hand holds a large quill, while the left holds a jade-colored whip. Six bird-like wings emerge from the torso's shoulders, and instead of a head, it is a disc bearing a seven-pointed star. We got a, another serpent. We, we got another winged serpent lady in here. Uh, jade runes run down the statue's belly and along the length of its snaky, t- uh, snaky lower body. Did somebody say runes? Mm-hmm. I want to go read the runes. It says I prepared explosive runes too. <laughs> 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 Yeah, if you want to give me a uh, perception, just looking at it. Yes. So figuring out where you uh, start. Six. Uh, Nineteen. Okay. Um. Is that just one? Uh, yeah, that was just Damien. I can I can have Lenora as well. Uh, Trini is also checking it out as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh God, Lenore. Ooh, uh, natural twenty for a total twenty nine. Lenore uh, got a thirty four. She'll come in. She's got so, there is a drawer in the base of the statue, okay. which uh, Trinia actually pokes open. She goes, ooh, there's a four foot diameter circular frame containing several wedge shaped metal plates, Oh, each punched with its own intricate design. Ooh. They are the exact diameter of the elevator. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, if we take the, um, the disc over to the elevator, can we, can we move the plates around on the inside? Um, yeah. So, so if you take them over to the elevator, they just float at the top. Oh. Um, and actually when you put one over, you can see the light shed by the, by the, uh, elevator thing, uh-huh. uh, is focused onto the ceiling above. Oh, Okay, uh, but it seems to be like weird lines and points of light don't really make sense. Okay, um, can we uh, try each in turn and see if we can make some sort of uh, intelligence check to figure out what the design is supposed to be? A disabled device check. A disabled device check. Okay, Ophelia is very good at disabled device. Um, let's have. Is Trinia good? Two. That is a thirty-three. On disabled device. Okay. So, um, you, you take one plate and you put it on, and you sort of like twist it a little bit. And it's just got weird lines and stuff on the on the ceiling. Uh, and then you would notice that these lines uh, also don't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. But then uh, you sort of like, as you're sliding one from to another, you see as they slide over each other, Ooh. they they sort of focus a little differently, and you're able to adjust them. Until you find that by putting the by putting the plates in the right order, they project a map onto the ceiling. <gasps> a map of this area. Hey! We will gather. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna remove some walls here. Da, 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 da. Uh, and in fact, if you twist the if you twist the plates, like if you twist the top plates, 
the top plate, it sort of turns it, turns the map in one way. Uh, like you can twist, you can turn the map along the a X axis, the Z axis, or the Y axis oh. by twisting any any of the plates. Oh, uh, and it actually just sort of like like warps the light and creates this basically like model of the uh. interior of the of the dungeon. Oh my god! Yeah. And you actually also see that uh, it does look like there's supposed to be a lot more, like these these passages along the sides. They should lead on to like a massive stairwell that goes up into the tower, but you saw the tower yeah, was the collapsed. Yeah, the tower collapsed, yeah. yeah. Um, do we see anything in particular in any of these uh, pits of liquid? Uh, no. Okay. You do see that uh, by the dimensions of it, that the, that the pool is actually a lot deeper than 15 feet. Ooh. And Arr. the and also that the uh, well that you're looking at goes down by about seventy feet. Wow! Uh, uh, and then it connects into this room at the bottom. Okay, so there's, there's a room at and, the bottom. Uh, there's a room at the bottom uh, with a big sphere. There's a room. There's a room. There's a room at the bottom of the well. There's a room. There's a room. There's a room at the bottom of the well. And the sphere. And it's it's all kind of like an untextured model, yeah. just made of emerald light. Pretty. Uh, um. Yeah. Damien is going to uh, look he's going to cast invisibility on Ophelia again. He's going to spend an arcane pool point to reprep a mirror image, cast that on himself okay. and then go, we're going into the well. <laughs> after you cast your second spell. Oh, okay. After I cast invisibility on Ophelia again. Yes. You hear a <laughs> splash sound. Uh oh. And uh, through the door you see <laughs> A massive tentacle. Oh no! Plunge, plunge up from the uh, from the water and sort sort of like starts feeling along the uh, stone. What do you do? Um, starts twisting toward you. Uh, Damien would like to gesture toward everyone to. Oh, can we close the door? You close the door. Yes. Door closes. Everybody on the well. <laughs> All right, so you're going down the well. Yep. Uh, we're okay. gonna. The Unia's gonna go down first. Uh, <laughs> so, so basically, this tentacle shoots up out of the water. No, no, you see no, black no, no, liquid no. spray across the uh, <laughs> across the thing, and it, it starts, We start pushing the closed door button like you, starts, like when you don't want somebody to come into the elevator yeah, with you. And, or and the, I, I need to describe the movement a little bit more. <laughs> the tentacle like moves along, like feeling along the floor, <laughs> and just sort of like, like, and it, and it sort of like sort of like floats a bit, uh, and and then. <laughs> When you push the button, you see it go <laughs> dart toward the door, <laughs> but <laughs> just stops because the door closes. Oh my god! I hope it doesn't know how to open the door. <laughs> and we will pick up with that next time. Oh my god! On A curse, curse of, of the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Oh no!
Thank you for listening to this session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Tavern to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dukshur. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder role-playing game are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape. To see how you can use Sirenscape to enhance your own games, check out sirenscape.com. This session featured music from Michael Gelfi Audio and Philip Melvin. We are on Twitter, at to have and to roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are on Tumblr, to have and to roll.tumblr.com. We will be back in two weeks as we continue our exploration of the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers. In the meantime, have a great week, and we'll see you then. Brought to you by our sponsor, Cliff, Cliff. No, we're not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> sponsored by Cliff Notes. Not affiliated with Cliff Bars. Not sponsored by Cliff Notes. Also sponsored by Cliffhangers. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping you tuning back into the podcast for 80 episodes. <laughs> How? <laughs> um, Love Cliff's anyway, here. so we're we we, we also are sponsored by Cliff. <laughs> we are yeah, just Cliff. a guy. Just a guy named Just Cliff. a guy named Cliff. <laughs> Thanks, Cliff. It's <laughs> a sugar daddy. <laughs> He's actually the guy who made the bars. We have a baby here. He is, there is playing. A There's a baby. We've we've chosen to allow the baby to roam the house today. It's a very momentous occasion for him. <laughs> We're hoping he doesn't fuck it up. <laughs> Don't fuck it up, Percy. You hear me? Oh. The Percy. Wow, that was impressive. <laughs> there was even just the last thing falling that goes ding 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 ding. ding. Fool of a took. Throw yourself in next time and rid us of your stupidity. <laughs> For all I know, you could use Shadow Walk to take us to a sound stage where you have where you have an exact replica of the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers. That's a lot easier to deal with. Wouldn't it be easier to just go to the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers? Mm, that's what they want you to think. <laughs> Hundreds of years ago, there was a truth speaker <laughs> who was asked to who was asked to to spread the story of how the Lyrunqua opened a portal to the moon, but he didn't see it, so we don't know for sure if we actually went to the moon. They had a whole story about fighting demons and being on the moon, and there's a jungle on the moon. And and that the wizard moon. came from the moon, but we didn't see it. <laughs> So no one can prove that we actually went to the moon. God. Anyway, I was checking if you could cast sending on that motherfucker over there. <laughs> uh, it would be very good for Diddy. I'm not to have to do all of our voices anymore. <laughs> this one is actually very complicated. Actually, I wouldn't. The DM would not mind uh, doing this voice very much more because it is unique. There's a lot going on with it. Yes. Akram is an unkillable NPC. <laughs> nope. Definitely not. Fuck. <laughs> oh, he's very killable. No, I don't like hearing that. <laughs> he's very killable. But he's but he's quest critical. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Really fucking hope nothing happens to him, huh? <laughs> All of the creatures in there go after Akram.